Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. Hello and welcome to episode 112. I'm joined here with Bones, otherwise known as Jared, but nobody calls him Jared. Unless you don't know the man. Bones, what's going on? Not much. Just hanging out here in beautiful California. Drinking some polar raspberry I'm seltzer. I am. I'm drinking this weird seltzer from CVS. It's raspberry lime polar brand, and it's okay. It's 6 out of 10, like we said earlier. Yeah, 6 not out great. of 10. Not great. Not great. But that's okay, because not it. everything is great. But I'll tell you what is great. The holidays. The holidays were great, and we just came out of them. And we are back to normal. You like we that segue? Did you enjoy birthed, that? We're birthed from the holidays. Yeah, we have been excreted on the other side of the of digestion the holidays. of the holidays. Mm, slimy, slimy holidays. <laughs> how are your How are your holidays? How was your My Christmas? holidays? It was pretty good. It was. We looked forward to it very much so. And I will say, traveling across the country during the holidays is a fucking shit show. Excuse my language. Uh, it's horrible. There's no other way to describe it. I, I don't like it. Yeah. And it's even worse with the current climate of, of COVID popped off. Right. just so happens that when we were in Michigan. And uh, it really made coming back home uh, not a treat. But I will say <laughs> that while we were there chilling in Michigan, it was nice. You know, the snow fell. Yeah. Had some snowfall. You got a white Christmas? Not a white Christmas. It was like... No? We were actually supposed to be back in California, but we got delayed. So we got this, like, it was like Tuesday it snowed mm. uh, and Christmas was on Saturday. So Tuesday, you know, after, oh. it, and you know, it was nice. We got some snow. We got some presents. Uh, we got some sickness. That's okay. And then we, you know, we didn't do anything for New Year's Eve, but it was nice being home. Yeah. You, uh, coming back to Michigan for you is nice because it's, it feels familiar and like mm-hmm. the snow and the grass and the whatever, because in Fresno, it's not like that. And you can breathe the air here. 
There's a lot of sand. You can breathe yeah. I don't like sand. I don't like sand. It's coarse. Coarse. It's everywhere. How was your holiday? It was great. We went to Florida. So I got I'm obviously anyone who's new listening, I am a state park ranger with the state of Michigan. So I don't work for like three months out of the year, we get laid off. So we went down to Florida. I did most of the driving because Connor was working in the car. And so we started off, we stayed a night at my brother and sister's, and we went to Tennessee, got some work done at my parents' house because there's always shit to do there. And then we went to Disney for a week. And let me tell you, Disney is magically expensive. The, the money magically disappears out of your wallet so quickly that you just don't even realize what happened to it. Mickey, just uh, when you enter, Mickey's like, oh. like you say that it's not an exaggeration i think that there was multiple meals where we like there was nothing under ten dollars and <laughs> well yeah no i mean like uh like not even an appetizer sure and every i don't think we spent less than 30 or 40 dollars on a meal because mm-hmm. everything is so goddamn expensive but yeah that all being said it was really fun we went with her brother and uh it was like just we rode every ride we did everything and it was fantastic so that was fun oh great and we spent yeah. a week at my parents and my family's we call it the compound but it's a just a plot of land in florida on the gulf can coast I ask, yeah can go I ahead. ask about disney did you guys ride the minion ride and no. did you go to universal no, we didn't go to Universal. We Ow. rode. We did just Bummer. about everything at Disney, though. So like, motherfucker. We rode the new Ratatouille ride. Uh, we did a thing called Drink Around the World at Epcot. So at Epcot, okay. it's one of the parks at Disney. There's 12 countries, and they're all around a lake, and yes. you have to go yes. to each country, and you yeah. have a drink at each one, and it was yeah. awesome. <laughs> so it's such a weird thing we do, isn't it? I don't think there's any other country in the world that does that. I don't want to go down this path too far, but I just wanted to note that like we have a theme park that you go experience other countries. Yeah. Pay a lot of money. And some of it feels really authentic. And then some of it is like, this is, I don't know, man. I think Disney was really racist at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I really do. I think Disney was super racist at one point. (laughs) I'm like, man, they haven't been canceled yet. That's impressive. But like, to be fair, though, in the last 20 years, like they've really their movies and whatnot have been really inclusive. And, you know, they're trying to be, oh, this cultural thing in this place and yeah, whatever. So but Disneyland liked, itself, the 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 Disney movies that have come out recently, I mean, like, uh, well, OK, so I have a tough time differentiating Disney and Pixar. Yes, I don't know what is what. So is well, Cars like Pixar. Yeah. Car. Well, oh, P- okay. Disney owns Pixar. Oh, so I'm yeah, like it's Disney Pixar. That's all the same stuff then. That's why there's Cars Land in California. There's Cars Land in California. Nice. I didn't At know Disney, that. Yeah. I really like Cars One. I just rewatched Cars One the other day. I fell Isn't asleep good? to it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Cars Two and Cars Three. Don't yeah. like those too much. Never seen them. I will say yeah, they're like the the Princess and the Frog. Uh, you have Coco, Moana. Uh, and you have all these other Moana and Canto that and, just came out. 
Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't but, seen it uh, either. Or even like that Soul, the Soul movie that came out. Yeah, uh, Soul was fantastic. That was earlier this year, I think, wasn't it? Or was it last year? Anyway. It was 2021, yeah. It was uh, earlier this year. I meant 2021. Like, it came out earlier in 2021. But mm-hmm. that was a great movie that also connected to uh, another Disney movie. The, um, what's the one? It's about emotions. Inside Out? Inside Out, yeah. Inside Out. It, so yeah. it, connect, it was sort of like connected with Inside Out, which Inside Out is low-key a masterpiece of like human behavior and all that. Yeah. It's really interesting. I love that movie, too. Yeah. Uh, Soul Connor was just out. heart-touching. It was. Connor just sent a a gif to the... <laughs> Could you see that? Because you ate her cake. She. Yeah. So the conversation is, we have this group chat called The Forge, and it's... Uh, it's basically us three just talking shit about the podcast and stuff. And Corey said, at one point we got a conversation listening to Daft Punk pre-gaming and ate most of the cake Connor and I were supposed to share. She was an unhappy camper and Connor sent this gif of like this little toddler, like <laughs> angry a face, or something, throwing a car, like pissed <laughs> off. That's funny. Yeah, I did Connor. that. Yeah, we do. We definitely do. You know, another great movie I watched uh, over the break, because I had a chance to watch plenty of movies. We watched this last year, and it's on Netflix, and it's Uh called Klaus. Okay. Have you seen Klaus before? Never even heard of it. Oh, my God. So it's I think it's spelled Klaus. It's K-L-A-U-S. It's on Netflix, and it's it's one of awards, man. Oh, like Claws. Yeah, it's like Claws, but it's called Klaus. Yes, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's it's won awards, man. For greatest, I actually I have seen that. <laughs> greatest, ever greatest movie uh, ever made. <laughs> yeah, it's so so good, and I like it because the animation is very comic booky at times, but also Tim Burtony. Not yeah. dark, like the themes aren't dark, but it has yeah. that kind of feel. Yeah. And the first time we watched this last year was probably one of the first times in a long time that I feel like a movie touched my soul. We're at the oh. very end. Like, I didn't know where the movie was going. It was like a nice Christmas tale. This guy, mail delivery guy, had to go find himself on this island and learn how to be a man, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and and make make his life meaningful. He didn't okay. know that at the time, but that's the story. But then he meets this old dude who is like the Santa Claus character. Yeah. And the, together they bring the spirit of Christmas. And like the ending was like, it was such a great, great ending. I don't want to spoil it because sh- everyone should go watch it. Yeah. But it's yeah, definitely yeah. a staple every year that we're going to watch in our house because it's a great, great Christmas that's, movie. Yeah, that's fantastic. awesome. We watched Elf. That's something that Connor likes to watch every holiday season, uh, which gotcha. obviously Elf is a classic. Mm-hmm. So, but we, um, yeah, we didn't watch many movies because we were, I mean, we were at Disney, like living the movies. You were in the movie. We were basically, yeah, we were in a movie. And then when we were hanging out with my family, you know, trying to, we tried to keep away from the TV as much as we could until Book of Boba Fett came out and we watched that. So we didn't, yeah, we didn't watch a whole lot of movies, Um, but we watched The Witcher, the TV show, The Witcher. Yeah. New series season came out. Yeah. We watched season two and Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai on Netflix season four. Oh man. You're missing out. Yeah. You're missing huh. out. Cobra Kai is pretty great. Yep. I never watched any of the Karate Kids. Maybe that's my disconnect. I only watched the first one. They make references to the other ones. But as long as you get the premise, the show is still entertaining. I think okay. like if you watched the other ones and you connected a little bit more with them, the show would be even better. Cool. 
But yeah, it's good. It's real good. Did you guys, I'm sure you haven't watched this one yet because it just came out called Don't Look Up on Netflix. Mm-mm. Oh, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio, though? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I know, I've heard it's good. Tough, man. Oh, okay. That's a tough one to get through. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to cry, but you might cry. It's okay. Uh, it's just, emotional. I don't know if it's emotional. It is emotional, but not in the emotional of like, oh, oh my emotions. It's, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. That's us. It's like watching Revenge of the Sith and your heart hurts type thing. No. Mm-mm. Oh. Just disappointment and depressing. Oh, good. <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> it went in so many places that I did not expect. It's a movie about a meteor coming down to Earth, and these scientists okay. discover it, and they're like trying to warn people. So sure. you think, oh, Armageddon, like yeah. the world needs saving. Everybody's on board. Like, yes, there's a meteor. What else? We, we need to save humanity the world. unites. Yeah, humanity unites. Everybody yeah. listens, and it's not like that. These scientists go on like their PR, like media tour, and oh, like everyone's yeah. like, and the divisions. It's like a very, uh, it's very similar. They're kind of mirroring like climate change in a way, but also okay. you can see like the COVID in, in influence. Yeah. So that's how it's depressing where people like, instead of like, Oh my God, like we have to save ourselves are like, <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe there's a meteor and we're going to make memes about this. And the scientist, oh. he's really hot. He's like really attractive. So like, yeah. let's focus on that. So yeah. Uh, I won't tell you the ending. Yeah. Don't. I, Cause I've heard good things. I didn't know it was actually about any of that. So it's worth it. It's a really good watch and it makes you kind of reflect on what the f- heck we're even doing. Yeah, um, that's a good point. That's a very good point because the new year just happened. And, of course, this is the time of year where everyone says, new year, new me. They reflect on the previous year and they think about what are we going to do to make 2022 better? And I think for a lot of people, 2022 seems bleak maybe because we've been stuck in sort of this cycle since you know march of 2020 when covid started and we've been in this uh loop kind of of, and and nothing has changed and nothing has changed but at the same time it's also been a period ripe for people to make changes to themselves to make life changes and to really grab life by the balls and, and get ahead and a big thing that people do and can do to facilitate these changes is get in better shape, become healthier, uh, change some of their dietary uh, habits. And today we're going to talk about a little bit more of the physical aspect of this. So typically when people, when the new year occurs, what do people do? Well, you know, yeah, the classic is go to the gym, get on a diet, those are the two big ones. But they hit the gym like hard. And a lot of times these are people who maybe haven't gone to the gym and worked out maybe at all in months and maybe even longer, like maybe years. Um, and so typically what happens, and I can speak from experience with this, is really, really, really intense muscle soreness and fatigue that will set in like within the first week. And typically within the first days, which as we see when we, you know, when you go to the gym post New Year's, you see, oh, there's a shit ton of people here on uh, January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th. 
And then it starts to taper off and taper off and taper off. And then it's kind of like the regular crowd again after the first two weeks. So we are going to share some no-nonsense, helpful information about soreness. is soreness like what is what is it why do we get sore well they're the ouchies <laughs> my muscles will you <laughs> the ouchies you know you do the things and you get the ouchies right yeah what yeah. else <laughs> <laughs> no that was it i mean that was pretty much it <laughs> yeah i mean what is soreness like what are you asking why it happens or like what it actually is yes both okay so what it is, delayed onset muscle soreness is most likely what we're dealing with. And that the is the DOMS, right? Usually it peaks two days after a hard session. <clears throat> That's when you're most sore, two days after, 48 to 72 hours. So why does it happen? Well, you go to the gym, you let's say you're doing heavy squats and you do five sets of 10. That's 50 squats at 135 or 95, right? And your legs are really sore two days after that session. That happens because when you're doing those movements, you create a lot of micro trauma in your muscles. So a lot of miniature tears, they become swollen. That's why when you go to the gym and you're doing these squats, your legs feel like they're ballooned up. A, a lot more blood flow to the tissue. B, you're creating swelling. You're creating micro tears in that muscle to break it down. Is so that, that why is people call it like getting swole or getting yeah, the Yeah, right, right, right. It makes sense, right? You're getting swole. You're literally mm-hmm. creating swelling. A lot of it acutely is just blood flow coming to the area, but it's also the micro trauma that creates that swelling. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why it happens. I mean, you're you're damaging your muscle cells when you work out, really. It's not uh it isn't it isn't uh lactic acid buildup. Oh, that's I, what, I was actually not... gonna ask you, because you didn't say lactic acid once, and I think that the majority of the of people, including myself, uh, to be honest, like including myself, I have always thought it's a lactic acid buildup, which leads to the pain. I knew it was micro tears and you had to repair those and whatever, but I also was told like it's the lactic acid and you have to work that out through various things. So mm-hmm. it's not lactic acid. What is lactic acid then? Why does it get brought up? Yeah, lactic acid is really hard to actually feel. What it is... If you have ever been on an assault bike, which is like an air bike, you know, you, you bike and it creates wind and it's a lot of resistance. It's hundred percent concentric work. So there's no eccentric involvement. It's hundred percent concentric. You can do assault. What bike is sprint. concentric and eccentric? What does that mean? It means there's no lengthening of the muscle going on. You're, uh, ah. for this purpose, you're, there's no rest period, I guess. Let's for okay. this for this for the bike there's no rest period in biking on the assault bike so let's say you do a 30 second assault bike sprint as hard as you can go for 30 seconds you're gonna get like a burning sensation in your legs probably after one one round of that if you do two rounds you'll really be feeling it if you do three rounds you might feel like you have to throw up that's lactic acid buildup right okay it's a feeling of it's literally the acid coming in to your bloodstream and and telling your body to stop yeah (laughs) it's kind of a buffer in a way and the goal of the purpose of that is yeah to keep ourselves safe from from overdoing it from hurting our bodies 
And uh, it's a goal for training to push that level higher and higher. So if we right. say like we're, we're, we want to train for um, the academy, well, how fast you can do a 1.5 or a one mile shuttle run, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to get some lactic acid buildup in that, and that's going to yeah. slow you down. So yes. your training wants to reflect pushing that lactic acid or lactic threshold higher and higher. So when you're doing that test, you're able to push further. Um, but it doesn't create soreness, and that's the misconception. It does create pain mm-hmm. acutely, acutely. Yeah. But within an hour after your session, most of that lactic acid is reuptaked uh, in your body and, and pushed away. I think uh, there was an interesting experience I had when I was training for MCOLs, and then actually, really, it was taking the MCOLs exam. So for those of you who don't know, maybe you're new to the podcast, MCOLs is uh, the Michigan Commission on Law Enforcement Standards. And I had to pass an MCOLs physical fitness test as part of my job. It was a very hard process. I failed the test twice. I finally passed it. Bones helped me train for it. Um, and during those tests, it was the first time it was uh, surprising. The first time I took the test, it was surprising because I hadn't experienced this feeling of like, it felt like sandbags were attached to my legs. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the, because we had to do push-ups, sit-ups, and a jump, and then a run. And by the time the run came around, I, lit- I, I felt like I could not run faster than slow. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was, I, I couldn't sprint. There was no, there was no energy left. It felt like I was dragging sandbags. Yeah. And when we talked about that, it was like, this is what happens when lactic acid builds up. And what's interesting is those movements that I was doing weren't really like, I wasn't doing squats or deadlifts. It wasn't leg exercises but it was still lactic acid being built up in my system because all of these max effort movements in short periods of time and then trying to run half a mile in a certain amount of time like that I never experienced that so the third time when I went and took it I knew what to expe- I knew what to mm-hmm. expect I brought a roller and between each event I was rolling out and like trying to stay loose and stretch as much as possible part of it was I knew this I knew to expect this and I also had been training purposely to experience this uh, because it was like I had I just had no gas. Yeah. And so when I could finally anticipate this lactic acid buildup, it wasn't soreness. It was like my legs didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it feels like. And that's yeah. the role of lactic acid. It, it tells your body to don't fucking go anymore. Stop. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of in it's it's there for a reason. But in some ways, it's like please don't be there for a test like that. Like, stop. Like, I yeah. just want to do this test. I, I need to go. Yeah. But you have other considerations your body does. So it's, it's interesting. That's what it feels like. If your legs or arms, depending on what you're doing, will feel just really heavy and will feel like they'll kind of quit and you it'll feel like a really left. big yeah. burning sensation. Yeah. And that usually comes from a higher intensity workout or exercise. That's usually when you'll feel it, but not always. You could be going for a 10,000 meter row or 5k row, 2k row. Mm-hmm. And you could go through this process. So when you hop on a rower, let's say you're doing a 5k, you hop on the rower, the first thousand meters might feel like you get that burning sensation towards like 800, a thousand, and then it'll taper off and you'll get into a different energy system, the oxidative mm-hmm. system where you're just running off of oxygen now. Whereas before you're running off of that fuel 
that kind of gives you that burning sensation, but then you'll, you'll slow down. You kind of, you'll, you'll notice that no energy system in your body is mutually exclusive. You're using them all at the same time to some degree. And, uh, that, but that's a really good point. That's what it feels like. Very heavy, heavy sandbags, burning sensation. I've played rugby and I've done a lot of different workouts and done a lot of different things. I've never experienced lactic acid. I've never experienced just muscle issues like that. And now that I know what that feels like, um, I feel like it was a good experience to have. So that all being said, that's what lactic acid feels like. So there's a difference between lactic acid and why you're sore. Are there types of soreness? So like we hear all the time people say, it, you know, if you can touch your leg and it hurts to touch, then that's a certain type of soreness. Or if it's, mm. or, you know, if, if, if you can stand up and it hurts to walk or whatever, um, mm. are there different types or is it just varying levels of how hard you push yourself? I don't know if they actually have labeled them. Mm. Sounded like there's not like type two muscle soreness or type yeah. one. But so, a lot uh, of times... You can probably assume, though, that like someone who's starting January 1st and they've decided to get their shit together and figure mm-hmm. it out, they're going to experience really intense soreness. Yes, no, maybe so. They could, yeah. The magic, magic answer is it depends on how hard you go. Yeah. <laughs> you could do the best. Uh, well, I'll show you my experience. It was a couple years ago, probably 2018. And... I really wasn't working out too much. I kind of transitioned to moving back down state. I wasn't doing CrossFit. I really had taken, I don't know how many weeks off of working out. And I decided I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do legs. And I did the a, a program that is lower body intensive volume. So a lot of volume. And it was from Lori Christine King, who does bodybuilding and aesthetics type of stuff. And it had a lot of goblet squats, goblet lunges, EMOM style. And on top of like back squats, it was just a fuck ton of lower body. Yeah. I literally, I couldn't walk. Like my legs were sore six or seven days later. And that's like in danger (laughs) zone. Really, really like, yeah, you shouldn't, that should not happen. And it did because, uh, the biggest pool of people that are going to fall victim to this are the former athletes or people that were working out within like a couple months of like, okay, I'm going to start again. You know, okay, because they know how hard they can push. They might know what it feels like to push hard, but their and they're body is super ready fresh. For it. Yeah, they're <clears throat> right, yep. and they feel like, man, I feel amazing. And I felt yeah. really good when I was doing those squats and lunges and everything. And then it was like two days after that, I was like, oh shit! Like it, I was, I was yeah. doing the grabbing the the side of the railing to sit down on the <laughs> toilet like an old man. Like, yeah, that's the feeling you really don't want, and that's the biggest group that is at risk for that. Though, is it? That just uh, happened. We, because uh, we were gone in Florida for three weeks, so we were doing a lot of like body weight exercises. And we came back, and on Monday, when we got we got back on Sunday, and this past Monday, we went to the gym and did like a ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one CrossFit style mm-hmm. workout, four movements, and um, it was it was uh, power cleans, back squats, push jerks, and then burpees of, and you do ten nine whatever of all of those. Yeah. And I got to like round six, and my legs started to I you know how you you're in the middle of a workout sometimes and you're like I cannot continue mm-hmm. my leg like I feel like I'm gonna pull something or what I mean I don't I don't know how to explain it other than it's painful. And it's because I haven't done this in a while. But I yeah. once you push past that a little bit, you can push through it. 
but I was sore from that for like you like you were saying for days, and it was like debilitating soreness. But something that I feel like helped the recovery process is movement, and mm-hmm. in your experience, is that something that that does help? Because what I experienced was. And this has always been my experience. If I focus on, okay, my legs are super sore, just hammered whatever workout, we're still going to go for a walk later today. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow, we're still going to go to the gym, and we might not train legs, but we're still going to go, and we're still going to move, and we're still going to do the things, and then we're still going to go for a walk tomorrow, and so on and so forth. Does that make recovery easier? Or does that, I mean, what, what types yeah. of ways can we recover? Yeah, I think that's the best one. And a lot of that just comes with education or maybe having a coach, a good coach. So movement is probably the best form of recovery. Laying on the couch is not. No, no, not at all. <laughs> if you think about like what it does, we go back to like the micro trauma, the micro tears yeah. and the inflammation factors that come into play with that, the swelling, that blood, you have blood in your muscles. And if you're just sitting on the couch, it's going to sit there and stay sedentary. If you stay sedentary, it's all just going to pool and sit. Yeah. Whereas if you go do, let's say you did that heavy squat session, five sets of 10. Yeah. And then two days later, you're feeling it big time and you go hop on a bike, 100% guarantee you're going to feel better after that bike. Might not feel good the first minute or two or three or four. Yeah. But, you know, once you, it's, <laughs> and we're just talking like, I'm not talking like those 30 second sprints either. I'm talking like just 10, 12, 15 minutes of just like moving, of just, just cycling. Yep. And that's the low aerobic work that's going to help flush. I call it like that's the layman's term is like flush, flush out all the bad juju in your legs. Mm-hmm. And that that's really interesting because the anaerobic type of exercise is insanely inflammatory, can be on your body, especially if yeah. you're not prepared for it. Anaerobic and a- is like weightlifting. Anaerobic, yeah, like high intensity weightlifting. Yeah. Uh, most CrossFit workouts would probably be considered anaerobic. Usually okay. it's anything. It's a high intensity. Yeah. Yeah. It could be intervals. It could be like a five minute straight workout or it could be a 30 second sprint type of a 10, nine, workout. eight, seven, six, five. <laughs> yeah. Well, that could, it depends on what the movements are, but that could take forever. That's yeah. a lot of movement, you know, forever. but it could be. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, so aerobic is great for, to just dis- destroy inflammation aerobic okay. work, which is long duration, uh, low intensity. There's a, there's a huge place for that. Yeah. Okay. Very good. That is good to know. I think that another good way to reduce the things that come along with being sore um, is like cold therapy. So taking mm. ice baths, taking ice, uh, cold showers, uh, cold exposure. I've been doing, I've been practicing some of the Wim Hof method this week. I started yeah. Wim Hof protocols and every day has been the breathing exercises and then either 30 second cold shower or like today was 30 seconds out in five degree weather with no shirt on and just shorts. Hmm. That was, yeah, it was interesting, but wow. it is interesting though. When you do that, the way that you feel afterwards, typically like it shocks your system a little bit. It does. I think it does help in uh recovery. So I don't know. I, and there's a decent amount of science that proves that to be yeah. true. So it's interesting because you you can find studies to back up a lot of things. And I believe that cold therapy, right? Um, and if we're looking for like a magic trick, I mean, pick one, you know, movement. Yeah. I mean, pick one, though. Movement, it's great. 
cold therapy, hot therapy, sauna therapy. Pick one. It's probably going to help. Whichever. Yeah. Hot tub, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's also a lot of research as far as ice packs. Mm -hmm. So if you're really sore, like having an ice pack does nothing. Like the guy that made right. ri rice, the rest in uh, rest. Oh, ice. yeah. Ice compression elevation. Compression elevation. Thank you. Uh, he came out and said, yeah, the cold ice doesn't do anything for, for yeah. to help you know, inflammation doesn't have, help the healing process. In fact, it slows it down. Right. So hot packs, this is for injuries, I guess, but hot packs do what movement does, which is create some blood flow, create some heat and circulation. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, the cold showers, fantastic anti-inflammatory for sure. Yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll be talking more about my experience with the, the Wim Hof stuff. At yeah. A Are you reading time, his but... book or do you have the app? Yeah, no, I'm reading. So I'm reading his book, uh, and, using the app to do the breathing exercises. Nice. I'll tell you what, man, today I had, uh, this is totally a digression, but doing the breathing exercise the, in the third round of the breathing exercise, I had like an out of body experience. It was wild. Hmm. Hmm. Like it's very crazy. rapid breathing, right? Yeah. It's like rapid, very deep breaths. So you breathe in, You want to breathe in more than like you're breathing out almost. Mm -hmm. He says, breathe in into the belly and let it out. Don't mm -hmm. push out. Just let it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's, I mean, again, he's done tons of scientific studies about yeah. the viability of whatever he does. Like some of this stuff, like the dude's a madman. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he does it because I went out, I'm sitting outside today or I'm sitting in the cold shower, like, I don't get it. I don't know how he does it. I, I really don't. He's like, well, your mind, it's all your mind. I'm like, well, my mind, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. So cold therapy seems to help me. And you know what else helps me, Bones? When people that listen to this podcast go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. You know why that helps? Yeah, it helps get rid of your ouchies. It gets rid of my ouchies in my heart. Because when people leave ratings and reviews, we become more visible to more people. Another cool thing that just happened, Spotify, you're able to leave ratings and reviews on Spotify, which you weren't able to before. So if you're listening, do that. The other thing I need you to do, Bones needs you to do, Connor needs you to do. Connor needs some cake, but the other thing she needs you to do is <laughs> she needs you to share with a friend or family member, or a co-worker, or someone who's going to benefit from real-life, helpful information. And if you don't, we're going to put your face in cake. <laughs> Which you might enjoy. <laughs> might enjoy it. We tackled the issue of some recovery methods, so moving. I, I think moving really is the best thing you can do for yourself when you're really sore. And you're not like, I know from experience, I don't want to move. When I'm, my legs hurt or my upper body hurts, I, I just don't want to. I want to sit on the couch. But that, like you said, makes it worse. Mm -hmm. But when you do it, the benefits are really there. The, the last question that I have about soreness is, um, the longer you kind of go, does it get easier? Does it get less painful? How do, I mean, how does that work? Your muscles just get stronger. Will it always hurt this bad? <laughs> well, it, only if it's real.
Well, yeah, movement is the best. Movement's the best. We're meant to move. That's why it's so crazy. I don't know where we got it. Where well, we're maybe it's like injuries. Like okay, if someone's injured, someone tears their ACL. Like yeah, take some rest. Like sit on the couch, take some rest for right now. But when it comes to just general soreness, I mean, imagine taking a shit, right? I'm imagining it. Okay. <laughs> but then, you know, you wipe, you maybe you wash your hands, and then you walk out. Or you use the bidet. Yeah, use the bidet. And then you, wa- you wash hands, <laughs> right? And you walk out. And then that shit just sits there. Yeah. You forgot to flush. Oh. Right? What, what good is that? Is it your toilet anymore? Yeah. What good are your legs anymore if you just let them sit there with all this soreness? You want to get back right. there and get back at it. These are, these are your goals. That's the right? best. That's the best analogy I've ever heard. Soreness is like shit. You got to flush it. <laughs> yeah. Got to flush it down the toilet. <laughs> so that's, that's fantastic about, about movement. We're, we're humans, right? We're meant to move at a very primal level. Now it's going back. but Yeah. You know, no, it's true. It, you're right. It, and, it's, and going to the gym is uh is actually counterproductive to getting stronger if you think about it so we go there and we break ourselves down but if we don't right. afford ourselves to recover well movement uh nutrients water supplements mm. at the very bottom then you know we're not going to get stronger we'll we're actually probably die and get weaker so what was your question well the so the question was does, does it, it get, get easier easier or less right. painful yeah yeah totally totally does mm-hmm. what i've noticed is the more I move, the more I can do those movements with more weight and not get as sore. Yeah. Because whether I'm getting stronger or my body's just adapting, because like you said, we are meant to move. We are designed to move. We live in an age, comfort is easy. Things can be delivered to our door. We don't have to work for literally anything if we don't want to. Fighting back against that is incredibly important. You don't want to, like... We talk about COVID occasionally, and COVID is obviously like a huge thing in the world these days. You want to like protect yourself against COVID? Move, get healthy, yeah. eat better. Like truly, if you want to, it's better than any vaccine. It's better than any mask you can wear. Is just being a healthy individual, not being obese. Like you guys had COVID, but you're both healthy. There's, it was like a bad cold. Well, there's a broad, yeah, there's a broad spectrum there. So actually, CNN came out recently with an article that said uh, being obese increases your your risk factors for having severe covid. Well, we've been saying that since the beginning, the fitness industry and everybody yeah. who who has an idea about health and uh, health and wellness and fitness. Right, right. And what's a shame is that the study that they put out cuz they're right, it's great that they're putting this out to a mass audience. Yeah. The, the shame is that they the study they they referenced was from a weight loss with through bariatric surgery. So it wasn't a weight loss oh. through health and wellness and Life lifestyle and nutrition yeah. and, and yeah. weightlifting and working out. It was through the surgery, which is going to lower your immunity. So right. that's that's a bummer. But the fact is there, yeah, that when we're talking about COVID, they've also found that COVID with visceral fat and uh, adipose, extra adipose tissue around your organs, COVID feeds off of that. So that's where huge amounts of, of severe COVID can come into play. And I read something... Where it's like 50 or 80% of people who are uh, 50 years or younger or 60 years or younger, 80% of them who died were obese. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, comorbidities. That's with anything. That's with any any. Oh well, yeah, any right. Flu and everything. It's always going to be a higher risk factor. It's a comorbidity. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, it's you're yeah. dealing with other things on top of this. It's like having flu and coronavirus all in one would mm-hmm. would be worse. It just it's just and if you have diabetes plus another disease, you're worse. Yeah, and making poor choices and a lot of that, man. It's it's tough because they were were very misinformed, were uneducated, and. Yeah. There's no, there's no one coming knocking on your door. You have to seek it out. Uh, yeah. And the healthcare system is sick care. So unless you have a diagnosable condition, the doctor will send you on the way. This comes back around to, so you mentioned that with, with soreness, the things, some of the things that help are water, nutrition, and then supplements sort of in that order. So you want to make sure you're drinking enough high quality water, preferably like uh, like a reverse osmosis water, like with minerals added back, uh, that's good for you and actually gives you what you need and doesn't add a bunch of shit. And then food wise, um, organic free range meats with like preferably pasture raised grass fed beef and stuff like that. And then organic, uh, vegetables with non-toxic, you know, cooking oils and stuff like all of these things. And then on top of that, I'm thinking like supplements like creatine, which realistically, if you're eating the right foods, you're going to get, you know, enough of these supplements to be okay. But again, if you want to supplement it with high quality whey protein, like with earth fed muscle and creatine, then those, all of those things are going to help muscle soreness and recovery. I've been like, we've been eating a lot of meat since we came home, but I've been pounding the, the, like two scoops of protein and a little bit of creatine every day. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it really makes a big difference with muscle yeah. recovery and soreness. So that is like sort of the, that's the low hanging fruit of recovery is eat high quality foods, drink high qual- like high quality, clean water. And if you need to supplement, get good high quality, clean supplements. And you can tell, you can always tell, the GNC supplements are all shitty. Like, don't don't go to GNC and expect to get like high quality anything. Most of the time, it, you the know. best supplements you're gonna find are the the recent startups, and those yes. are tough to find because they're not like you can't do a Google search on recent. You know, so so you have to know people a little bit. You have to search on Instagram a little bit. So Earthbed Muscle is a great great company. There's some big companies like uh, like First Form, um, Andy Frisella's company. That all most of their products are really solid, and then even like. Jocko Willink has a supplement line, which is fantastic. The st- like he uses he he must say like I won't use it if it's not high quality ingredients. Um, but Earthfed Muscle, which you got me on, has been some of the best stuff that I've supplements that I've used yeah, so far. It should be, but I mean Jocko's is made from sweat, piss, and blood. So I mean, if you're inhaling <laughs> his it, own from, from him, so I mean, yeah. yeah, he's really giving himself up for that company. Then no doubt it works. <laughs> So coming back all around, those things specifically are going to help you movement, high quality water, high quality nutrition, good sleep, which we've talked about a lot on this podcast, good sleep and uh, supplementation. So magnesium, high quality creatine, high quality protein. Magnesium is fantastic for your muscles. Yeah. You'll notice if you're magnesium deficient, uh, a really telltale symptoms, you feel pretty lethargic, maybe, uh, fatigue and if you ever get like muscle twitches any like light twitching uh, really good sign that you're you're deficient in magnesium 
soreness in 2022, if you're out getting after it and trying to make the, the best of the year and really trying to make some changes, you're going to be sore. It's going to hurt. You got to push through it because it's that's the only way to get any easier. It's never going to be easier than it was tomorrow type thing. Yeah. You know, and it, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. It gets better too. Like you asked the question, does it get easier? Yes, it does. You'll, you won't always be this sore. And if you are sore and then you go for a little bike or a little walk or a row or skipping rope that it's going to help you and you'll see, oh, this is great. There is a solution. So that, that's what it is. Movement, get a good coach too. You can come, come see me. Yeah. I think that having a good coach is super important. Having a good program, having a coach who is in tune with your needs and, uh, just your goals. So Mm -hmm. I know that everybody should know that I know good coaches. Bones knows good coaches. He is a good coach. So this has been bones and Corey on the weekly warrior podcast. Don't forget, leave us a rating and a review and we look forward to seeing you next week. And we hope that you continue to discover your warrior within. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.